welcome to another episode of Plus Ultra, the My Hero Academia podcast. My name is Max Newland. I'm Emily Linders. And today is a special treat, but I think we should, I think I'm going to lead with a smile, small apology. Uh, episode five just kind of ran away. I don't know where it went. <laughs> Indefinitely. <laughs> it's hiding. Uh, just like maybe that. What's up? Just like Deku ran away. Sorry. Just like Deku runs away, uh, but only sometimes. Only sometimes. Um, only sometimes. So, apologies. Uh, <laughs> in our defense, this episode that we're doing right now uh, fulfills a very similar purpose, i.e. introducing the kids of Class 1A to the viewer. Yep. So, uh, at least we'll, we'll still, uh, we won't be missing out on that part. Uh, and as a special treat, uh, I'm, I'm recreating the... The little gimmick we did in episode five, which is where I'll be giving Emmy a lightning round uh, series of quizzes. Huh. Where she'll give each member of class 1A a letter grade from A through F. Yeah, boy. Oh, and pretty much to recap episode five, they meet their homeroom teacher, who's an inchworm, and Deku throws a softball really hard with his finger. The end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they get this teacher who's a, who's... Who I like to describe as uh, Reddit Batman, Reddit Batman, Shota Aizawa, and his his whole deal is he doesn't think the entrance exam is fair, and he thinks some kids are here that shouldn't be here, and he doesn't like that Deku hurts himself when he uses his quirk. And Deku says, "Fuck you anyway." Says, "Fuck you, I'm gonna do I'm it." I'm gonna do it. Uh, so that's that. That's that. Uh, in the last episode, <laughs> we saw the conflict between Deku and Bakugo come to a head during their uh, team training exercise. And the opening kind of recaps the last, like, two or three minutes of that. Yeah. Uh, and so at the, so we jump to the end of the fight here, and the kids in the class are remarking that it's really interesting that the losers of the match are, like, completely unscathed, <laughs> and the winners are both on the ground, knocked out. And then one of them says, what's that old saying? Like, one, one the battle but not the war or the other way around i don't know who for sure that was but now that you say it i think that might have been tokoyami that said that that seems like his kind of thing god that would be his thing to say um Uh. uh, oh man what i love what happens here there's two robots that are hauling deku off on a stretcher (laughs) and they one of them kind of browbeats the other one a little bit (laughs) (laughs) what he's like right down the hall this way and the and the and the first one second one says i know oh my god (laughs) It's just such a weird little detail. I don't know why that was in there, but hey, why not? Why not? Yeah, exactly. That's it. Why not? Why not do anything? Mineta is a why not. Mineta is a why not. <laughs> if you guys didn't catch on already, we hate this kid. We hate, we hate him, but you know, if you like him, um, I guess that's your prerogative. I guess I can't agree with you on anything. <laughs> uh, so from here on out, we're we're sort of really zeroing in on Bakugo for a little bit. Um, he is really going through some stuff. He, he flashing back to what Deku was saying to him then, flashing back to their childhood, uh, to the fact that he won, and he, I don't know, he's like really losing it. He's tripping. He's That's like breathing much. really hard, and All Might kind of snaps him out of it and says, "Hey, let's let's get back to class." He kind of starts to go into that downward spiral anxiety mindset where that's what I'm saying. You have one tiny thing that's wrong. And then all of a sudden, what if all of these other horrible things start happening that spawn off of this one thing? And all might like, don't do that. Yeah. It looks like a panic attack. Kind of but pretty much. Yeah. His voice starts getting louder and all that. 
So Ida is crowned MVP of the match. Our, our oh young man, Tenya. And Sue, Sue wonders why. And then we get the spotlight on Yao Yorozu for the first time for real. Let's ask Encyclopedia. The Encyclopedia Momo. Uh, she talks about how, you know, he embraced his role as the villain. Everybody else kind of got distracted and he is loving it. And she's like, Bakugo had some beef and <laughs> Deku, Deku and Bakugo did not care about their surroundings at all. And then Uraraka laughed at Tenya and <laughs> gave away her position. And of course, I mean, Tenya was the only one who was listening to All Might in the last <laughs> couple episodes when All Might says you need to embrace your role as the villain, except Bakugo, don't go that far. Don't do that. All Might is kind of shaken by how intuitive Yayorezi is. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Momo. Momo. And this is where we reveal that she was one of the kids that got in on recommendation. So, you know, she's the smart one. And then we meet the other kid who got in on recommendation, who's the yeah, like, match number two. overwhelmingly powerful one. It's Todoroki and Shoji versus Ojiro and Toru. Toru has to get naked so that your clothes don't give her away. This is such a funny character <laughs> choice, I think. And also, like, what's really funny about it is that she own her hero costume is just uh, mittens and shoes. So, oh my god, I didn't even think about that. When she asks Ojiro to look away <laughs> as she takes them off, <laughs> he's like, "Does it really matter? It doesn't really matter for like multiple reasons." <laughs> it's like, um, you're naked anyway. I mean, mittens, whatever. <laughs> You're like a dog. What if she was a dog and, like, she's just an invisible dog? She's just a dog lady. I mean, there's fucking animal people in this world. Yeah. What if she's an, an invisible dog lady? Would she become uh, visible if Aizawa used his quirk on her? Uh, no, because hers is part of her body. Because remember when they're fighting one of the villains? You're right. You're right. Because, like, yeah. right, it wouldn't work on Sue, so it wouldn't work on Toru. Yeah. So. It's only for people who, like, have augmenting... But yeah, uh, so it's it's them versus uh, Todoroki and Shoji. Shoji has a really cool quirk, but he doesn't get a lot of screen time. Um, he has six arms, and each one has a nub on the end that can either be a hand or one of his sensory organs. Yeah, like a mouth or. And, and so he uses that to like fan out and turn into a satellite and scout for the other team's position. And Todoroki's like, whatever, uh, just. Don't get hurt. Go outside. Yeah. <laughs> he freezes the whole building and that's it. Like the game's over. The whole fucking building. I have this part titled Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> He's walking it's into the sun. Ice. And then when he walks into the room with the weapon, his little Mr. Freeze red yeah, eye yeah, has yeah. The, the tracer, tracer. behind it. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh my. Oh my god. Very extra costume. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. And uh, everybody in class is like intimidated by the by the by his power. And and he says, it's not your fault. We're just playing on different levels. Just like the most anime Ooh, thing in the entire world. Right? It's like, do you want some more burn? No, wait. No, 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 no. Do you want some more of his ice to go with that burn? <laughs> oh, my God. And then, of course, like, when Bakugo is watching this, he is just standing there shook. Oh, like, he can't what, the, what the fuck is this guy? This might even be worse than getting beat by Deku. Yeah. Oh, man. Because he didn't even know this guy. No. Not... A single thing. And then when I saw Todoroki's costume in this, I was like, hmm, why are you not covering your fire side if you can use fire? I wonder why. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> well, I figured at the time that like the heat power wasn't fire related. It was just, you know, he can 
melt the ice really melt fast. I haven't really figured out that he had like a fucking my, fire. My guess was that he was able to use fire only because I was like, oh, he's fucking Prince Zuko from Avatar. Look at <laughs> the same scar. They both got to be firebenders. <laughs> I think it's interesting to note here that present Mike's, or I'm sorry, I guess I've been saying this wrong. I've only just, I've only just learned that in the localized dub, he's known as present Mike. Like he's presenting something. That feels uh, weird to me. It does feel weird. Whatever. Mike interrupts us and says that uh, Todoroki's power is unknown. Like it's like the range of his power the is unknown. His, yeah. Which is pretty a wild thing to say uh, for a quirk that is so simple. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, well, I mean, hot and cold. She, I'm. It's simple, but you can do a lot of things with That's what them, I like I'm about sure. the quirks in this is that like, look at like Marvel, they get remarkably specific with the way heroes use their powers and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like Spider-Man mm-hmm. has the proportional strength and speed of a spider and clings to walls. And it's like, wow, that's like, that's a lot of things. Uh, Sue's quirk is frog. She climbs walls like Spider-Man. She's just like frog. She is frog. She's, she's frog. She frog. Frog. Froppy. Froppy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're getting a little sidetracked there. Uh, but we're, we're kind of not. Here, uh, it's time for your first lightning round, Emmy. Oh, shit. Okay, so I'm going to give you five in a row, and you give me A through F. Okay. Yuga Aoyama. D. Mina Ashido. C plus. Tsuyu Asui. A. Tenya Ida. A plus. Ochako Uraraka. A plus. A plus. See, now that one got better as it went on. Yes, it did. Uh, you, th- you would start with Yuga Aoyama. I would. I love that little boy. Aoyama lover. <laughs> uh, th- God. This sequence is really cool. It's the rest of the uh, tests, the rest of the exams. Um, well, they're not really Sarah, exams even. They're training Kirishima. exercises. The, the, the rest of them all together in a montage. Yeah. And of course, Captain Trash is with Momo. God help her. She seems to be doing fine. Yeah, I mean, she's blocked them into a room together to where she can create anything to whoop his ass. So <laughs> probably wouldn't be that hard, as long as he doesn't put his stupid sticky balls on her. So this is the first time where we really get to see, like, the kids using their quirks in any kind of meaningful way, because outside of the context of, you know, something as trivial as a physical, like a PE test. And it's just really neat to see, like, uh, Tokoyami gets uh, Dark Shadow going and... Yeah, boy. Jiro shows off how she can use her earphone jacks to sort of listen through walls. I thought that was really cool. She's excellent. I like Jiro a lot. She is. Yeah, she is actually really awesome. One of the funniest scenes in this is uh, you see Sato, Sugar Man. He's like warming up and flexing and posing. And then the camera pans (laughs) over and Koji is his partner. And he's like, "Uh, okay. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're scary. Koji is the mountain face boy who doesn't talk. Oh, and then... uh, Aoyama gets his cape burned by Ashido's oh, acid. This is great. Yeah, and she's she's having the fucking time of her life. She's like skating down the the hallway on her acid. Oh my god. And then he's like <laughs> he hates it. And she's like, "Oops. My bad." <laughs> Let's see. She ruins his life all the time. The show does kind of like to dunk on Aoyama and <laughs> Maybe there's a reason for that, but I still like him. And it's hard to explain why. There's a certain... He has a certain audacity, you know what I mean? He has this, like... I thought you were going to use French there. No. Well, he has this certain je ne sais quoi. There you go. <laughs> Bring it back home, Max. <laughs> hey, thanks. Thanks for teeing me up. 
for that one. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> so it's the end of the day, and or it's the end of class anyway, and All Might's wrapping up with everybody. Bakugo is the only one not paying attention. He's too busy pouty. He's pouty, stewing pouty. in it, man. He's just He's so, so upset. He's so moody. I do the same thing. Yeah, he can't get over it. Ugh. Uh, and All Might zips out to go check on Deku, and his exit line is, watch how a pro exits, like he's got somewhere to be. Boop. Okay, bye. <laughs> but before that, I just like that Sue mentions that the compliment's really nice, because after Aizawa's dumpster fire of a homeroom class, yeah. they really needed to pick me up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she calls and then there's the shot kill. of Aizawa. Yeah, he's like, eh. This is a really well, the first season is markably well uh localized yeah not to say the second season was any was any worse at all but this the first season was really 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 well localized i thought the second season had a lot of stuff to do yes that's true like there was a lot more material this is uh the part where it cuts to the nurse's office and the nurse is like it's already the second day of school and he is a regular patient yeah (laughs) deku's just hauled up in the nurse's office with his bandages and He's totally out, and she couldn't fix him all the way. Yeah, she's like, he's gonna, I, he's too worn out from class. He doesn't have the stamina to do it, and he'll just fucking die today on his second day of school. <laughs> and All Might is like, she. oh, we find out. Is this where we first find out that she knows about All for One? One I for think all, she, not all. I think it's where it's confirmed, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, don't say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, he's uncomfortable talking about yeah. it. And he says that she, the principal, Deku, and then a close friend of his know about the power. Can I just say that the the silhouette of the close friend is, is sticks out because of how notably normal he looks yeah. compared to everyone else? Which makes me, I mean, we, we know the who the close friend is now. Yeah. Right? Okay. But at the time, I was like, oh, who is it? Yeah, I was like, who? Is it just because it's like a we don't know who it is? They use a normal silhouette, or <laughs> oh, sorry, my dog just barked. <laughs> Whoops. Anyway, so there's a little interlude with All Might right before this where he, um, he has to to shrink, uh, and it seems like they're kind of implying here that the reason he made such a big exit in the first place. What was because he wanted to go see Deku, but also because he was running out of time. Yeah, that was my first assumption is that, oh shit, I'm about to to go ghost. Small. Small ghost. I'm, I'm smalling out. I'm smalling. I'm a shrinky dink. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to, I to, oh, that I thought was super important in the scene with Recovery Girl is she says, something she says to All Might is, it doesn't matter whether you were born with a quirk or not, do you have to be the symbol of peace? Is it that important? Because he was talking about how um, one for all is like, specifically is like an incredible burden compared to any other quirk. And he says that the wielders are responsible for mankind's safety. Yikes. Because if society didn't have a symbol of peace, then there's the possibility of things just going really badly. <laughs> mm. Like, mm. don't know how else to put it. What would happen in a world without the symbol of peace? Mm. I wonder. Mm. And it can't, it, surely All Might's the only one who's having this thought right now. So we're, we're safe. Uh, there couldn't possibly be anyone in the world thinking, what would it be like if there was no All Might? Yeah, because it's all, it's all Might is All Might. All Might is All Might. Fucking whatever. So yeah. So that's so that's it for that. Um, uh, Deku wakes up 
and recovery girl <laughs> kind of spooks him a little bit. Which I thought was very cute. And he leaves with his arm in a sling. And the whole class is waiting for him. Yeah. It's so heartwarming. And first we see Kirishima. Kirishima's like, oh, you were so cool. You did a great job. I'm so manly, man. Uh, and Saro's there too. And uh, Mina is very excited to introduce herself. Yeah. And Sato. I think now is a good time for a second lightning round. Ooh, okay. Since, since we're seeing a lot of these kids. Uh, Mezo Shoji, duply arms, boy. Uh, B+. Plus. Plus, okay. Kyokujiro, earphone jack. Earphone jack. Uh, A. Antasero, tape arms. Mm, A minus. Fumikage Tokoyami, everyone's favorite edgelord. I'm giving him a B because he is an edgelord. <laughs> <laughs> Shoto Todoroki. A plus. A plus. Yes. He's he's in the he's in the top three. He's in the big three for this show for sure. There's there is another big three. Might oh, yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting about <laughs> there that. There is an actual Sorry. big three. Which is hilarious. Uh, I, I, there's little nods in this to other anime in ways that aren't super obvious. And I feel like that has to be a nod to the like the holy trinity of uh, One Piece Naruto Dragon Ball or One Piece Naruto Bleach that existed for a while. They were known as the big three. Oh, may- maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I could be reading. It could be that it's not that deep. Yeah, as okay, so the first few episodes of the podcast, I hadn't read the manga. Now I'm almost completely caught up in the manga. So if y'all haven't yeah, read I started the manga, to, I broke immediately after the season finale. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, I want to I wanna not be spoiled by the manga, but fuck, whatever. But I need this content. Yes. Ugh, I gotta I have more content. I don't regret a single moment at all. <laughs> Never going back. I can't. But, uh, Oh, Yuka keeps trying to like say something and introduce himself, and and Mina just keeps cutting him off. Oh, well, Mina really just Mina really wants Deku to acknowledge her compliment because she keeps giving him the same compliment over yeah. and over. Your dodging again. was so good. By the way, you're dodging. Hey, you dodged that good. You get you, good job. Uh, and then we cut over to the cool kids uh, who are hanging out in the corner. Talk. Oh my God, Tokiyami is such an edge lord, and he's <laughs> chairs so are for normies, noisy. man. Sit on my desk with one leg and up. Ida freaks out at him. Tenya comes running over and he's like, you can't sit on these desks. How dare you disrespect these desks, he said. Oh my God. Jiro tells him to chill. Uh, Ojiro tells him he looks like he's got tension. Yeah. And he's it's just, funny. He gets even worse. He's like, you tell me to chill? What? You cannot tell me to chill? And then Kaminari and Uraraka arrive. And he's hitting on her. He's hitting on her. He's like, he like asks her out, and then she like ignores him completely when she sees that Deku's <laughs> She's back. Like, I like sweet things. Oh, Deku. He's like, well, fuck oh. me then. <laughs> okay, sure. Fuck right. me, right? Yeah, he finds out that Kachan was like, peace. And then, and then Deku does exactly to her what she just did to Kaminari. <laughs> Love triangle here. <laughs> Runs out to catch up with uh, Bakugo. And Bakugo's doing his poop walk. Oh, he's so mad. Yeah. He's stewing still. And uh, Deku spills the beans about one for all. Not completely. Oh, my God. He's, he's like, as he's going to say it, Bakugo like, turns around. He's like, what? And he's like, I have something to tell you. And I was, the first time I watched this, I was like, Deku, no. I love you. No, you can't do that. Say the word. What he tells him is that his quirk was given to him. He doesn't tell him the name of the power. Uh, and then he tells him that he doesn't know how to use it. And it, 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 it messes with him really badly. And he says it's like something out of a comic book. Hmm. hmm. 
how many hmm moments have we had? <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> and the more that he talks about it, Bakugo gets progressively shakier uh, and angry. He gets so fucking mad. It like makes him more angry. The more the more Deku tries to humble himself before Baku, Bakugo, the more angry he gets about it. Oh my god, he turns into a shake weight. Like you can see all the lines and he's just like blah, 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 blah. really good art though, I think, in these in yes. these sequences. Like the expressions that's are so clear. The thing that's about to happen while well, he's like as soon as he flips the switch and goes off on him. Uh-huh. Deku's like, I'm going to beat you with my own power. And Bakugo is like, bitch, you fucking with me right now? And he lets loose, too. He, But he acknowledges, for one, he acknowledges that he lost to Deku. He acknowledges that he doesn't think he can beat Todoroki. And he agrees with what Momo said about his performance, that he shouldn't have shot off a giant blast indoors. He's really pissed about it. but He's mad at himself more than anything. Yeah. He's not blaming Deku for his loss. He's acknowledging that he lost to him. This is interesting because usually with this type of character dynamic, you would see them blaming completely. others. Yeah, exactly. He would be like externalizing his, his, his fucking like existential crisis that he's going yeah. through right now. And he's crying. Yeah. That is it's such, really gotten to him. That takes us like that reels us in and reminds us he is a 15 year old child. This is still a, a boy. Kid. He's still They're all a kid. kids. Oh my gosh. And he he lets Deku have it though. And he says, I'm just getting started. He is not a quitter. Oh my god. He no, is, he ain't. Go get him, Bakugo. That's, that's Bakugo right there. Yes. Um and then All Might arrives. Oh no. <laughs> he makes a gigantic uh 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 entrance. And he tries to give him a pep talk, and he's Bakugo is having none of that. <laughs> oh, and that's when we get one of my favorite lines from this whole series so far. Being a teacher is hard from All Might. No shit. An autobiography. Teaching is and, hard. Uh, neither he nor Deku really can understand what Bakugo's going through, is what it seems like. Yeah. Is going on in their faces. But Uraraka is really into this drama. Oh my god. She loves, <laughs> she loves the it. childhood rivalry thing. Like she has been on that train since the last couple episodes. And she was like, Bakugo looked like he wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> what it seems to me like knowing now what I know about Uraraka and, and yeah. because I can because of where her character is now, um, it's easier to see the breadcrumb trail when you're going back your second time. Oh, absolutely. This is like she's it's like she wants to be a part of it. Yeah. She wants to be Naruto. You know what I mean? She doesn't want to be, um, um, what's her name? Uh, Pink hair girl from Sakura? Naruto. I didn't watch Naruto. Is that, I didn't yeah, either, is, but my friend likes it. And I know the, the main four characters, which speaking of Naruto, um, people have suggested that Shoji's character is supposed to be a nod to Naruto. Um, Kakashi, their teacher. That seems, yeah. Yeah, Mostly I would not be surprised at all if that's the case. Base and stuff, but oh, Naruto's foundational for this show. You you wouldn't have uh, Hero Academia without Naruto, I don't think. Yeah, I think. Well, I don't know. It's possible. It's possible. But... You know what else is possible? Lightning round. <gasps> Hit me. Mashirao Ojiro, Tailboy. Mm, B. Denki Kaminari, sh shocking man. <laughs> C minus. 
Eijiro Kirishima, Crimson Riot. A plus plus. Koji Koda. Wait, you said Crimson uh, Riot. Red Riot. Is he Red Riot? Yeah. Crimson Riot is his favorite hero. Uh, Koji Koda, uh, Mountain Face Boy. Uh, C. Rikido Sato, Sugar Man. Eh, C. Sugar Man is a terrible hero name, so he really gets docked majorly for that. Uh, yeah. I think he was just there to take up space. What is up with Koji's face? What? What is up with Koji's face? Why does it look like that? I'm looking at a picture of Koji Koda. I don't know. He kind of like, he and his family remind me of, did you ever watch the show like dinosaurs or whatever? Yes. (laughs) It creeped me out. The baby creeped me out so much. But for some reason, he reminds me of that show. Like like he's supposed to be like a dinosaur. I don't know. Or like the land before time. That show, I hated it. There was an episode where it was like the baby turned into the terrible twos or something. Yes, and went that crazy. show, I like literally scared, it scared me so bad yeah. that I couldn't watch the show anymore. Yeah, same here, that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said, I've never like admitted to this <laughs> to another human being before. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, after, after we're done talking about the show, we're going to go into personal hour. Admit yeah. all of our deepest, darkest fears from when we were five. So what's going on with you, Emmy? I don't know how old I was when that was out. Me neither. Young, I, I, young I, enough. Young though. We weren't very far in age. No, you were. You graduated high school a year ahead of me, which felt like a lot at the time. <laughs> to be a single year older than one person. Yep. And now it's like, oh. Oh, whatever. We're we're in the same club pretty much. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So before this episode gets to the ending credits, All Might asks Deku what he was saying to Bakugo before he got there, and Deku is just <laughs> like, I to- I I totally forgot, I man. I'm forgot. So, I'm so sorry. I I was gonna tell you, but it just it's gone. <laughs> Lame. He's a bad liar. Yeah, he's such a bad liar. Um. Did you? See the after credits for this episode? Yeah, it sure fucking did. So this show does epilogues every once in a while. And Which I hope Kevin you've been hates. Watching them. He hates those? Well, he doesn't like that it's inconsistent because they either do it or they don't, but they don't do it with every single one. So it's like... That makes sense. I have to speed all the way through the ending credits and see. It It is juicy to, to get an epilogue because mm-hmm. it's extra special. And this one in particular. This one rules. It opens with Deku's narration, and one of the things he says is, none of us were prepared for what was to come. We learned firsthand how terrifying villains can be. Speaking of hands. <laughs> the handyman. <laughs> uh, here, oh you hear somebody somebody with a kind of a creepy voice says, what do you think will happen when the mighty, mighty symbol of peace is finally killed by the villain?" That was a good Eric Vale impression. Was it? Props, man. You should hear my Yajirobe. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I'm not going to do it. I, okay. I try to I'm do, to like, I, I don't know who I could even do an impression of. I could try to do Chris oh, Sabat. Is that Eric Vale? As, yeah, Eric Vale uh, does the voice holy of, shit. of Handy Boy. Handjob. Oh, stop. The, that can't be The it. hand jive. The hand jive. <laughs> Oh boy, and his okay, so and his accomplices, Duck Brain and the Black Vape in a suit. <laughs> vape, grape vape, grape vape. Chuck Huber. <laughs> that is Chuck Huber, who is my favorite. Here's a fun fact: I learned this about the voice acting in this show uh, for the English dub. The woman who does Yao Yorozu's dub voice 
is also the voice director for this series. Ooh, really? And she's been working with Funimation for my entire adult life, basically. Wow. Oh. Her name is Colleen Clinkenbeard. She's done a million things. Why do, okay, do voice actors pick names, like show names, just like normal celebrities do? Because Jerry Jewell, Clifford Chapin. Um, yes, because they are all said. members of the Screen Actors Guild, and no two uh, people can have the same registered name with the Screen Actors Guild. It's not allowed. Yeah. So I would imagine they'd, 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 you'd get that happening all the time. She does Gohan and Dragon Ball. Gotcha. Uh, oh, she's fucking uh, Monkey D. Luffy in One Piece. Kirishima is voiced by Justin Cook, who does the voice of yep, Yusuke yep, Urameshi. Yep. And it's so obvious. Like, Patrick heard <laughs> his voice in English, and he was like, is that fucking Yusuke? And I was like, yeah, it is. He's also Raditz in Dragon Ball Z. <gasps> he is that's that's really hard for me to picture because i feel like raditz needs to have like not no offense to justin cook but he sounds like he would play a high schooler he doesn't sound like he would play raditz well but, you know, raditz I mean, is kind of a butt monkey who gets beat up to show how strong other people are <laughs> so it kind of works he's not exactly a dignified character yeah i guess so I guess you're right. Oh, sorry. So, with this part, like the the person Eric Vale, dude with the hand face, he, yes. he's like, "Do you hear this joke? He's a teacher now." And you see a picture of All Might in like a newspaper talking about how he's a teacher. If he went to UA for protection, why the fuck is he telling everybody that he's at UA? That's a great, great question, like, Emmy. Like, would they know you were there if you didn't do your celebrity thing? Could you not? Here's my here's my response. I think he's just kind of dumb. <laughs> I think the thing about it is that uh, that Toshinori Yagi is not a smart man. Not all the time, no. <laughs> Common sense is not his quirk. We know that. It's not. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then, uh, and then, villain boy says, "What do you think will happen?" When the symbol of peace is finally killed by the villains. And I was like, ah, don't do that, please. I want this to be a happy show. Well, I figured there's no way. Like, there's no way. Like, this fucking, there's... You can't even see anything. The hand's on your face. How are you going to do yeah. <laughs> What plan do you have, bud? What are you going to do? Oh, my God. Throw a hand at one, him? One for all means one slap. For every hand. <laughs> that would be great if you like rip the hand off and like smacks him with it. <laughs> and he does. That's what happens. Oh they don't God. know. They don't know better. I can say his, things like that. His whole deal is just being grabby. <laughs> so I just don't know. I I still wonder like why all the hands are there. I know why one hand is there, but I don't the know. The face what, hand? But the rest of them are there for it. That's just like aesthetic if that's his aesthetic is putting hands on himself i don't know i think it probably is just like oh it's a style uh i don't know fucking hands this guy's I, got hands that's his thing i want to look up and, and find out if like he was inspired by uh, a villain or some sort of comic book character that had something to do with hands and stuff because i hand man 
Is there somebody named Handman? Yeah, Handman. Is he just a hand? I don't know. I made that up. Uh, well, <laughs> the fact that I believed you for a second there. That like, shows how weird things have gotten in this year. No, that just shows how weird comic book heroes and villains are. Mm-hmm. And I mean, fuck. I could name somebody like the mop. And they'd be like, oh, man, who's that? Yeah, the mop. Be like, yeah. he mops up crime. So Yeah, he was on Image Comics for a while. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you, you ready for your last lightning round? Okay, I was literally about to say, you left out two very important characters that I need to vote on. Okay, here we go. Here we Not go. Vote, but grade. Toru Hagakure, Invisible Girl. Uh, B plus. Katsuki Bakugo. A plus, 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 plus. Izuku Midoriya. A plus ultra. Minoru Mineta. Fucking trash. F. <laughs> F for fucking trash. Put that boy in the garbage dispenser. <laughs> Incomplete, he fails out. Inco- yeah, you don't even get a grade. You just get a... A W. A d- <laughs> Why did they call that a W? Wait, what is... A W? Yeah. Is that what stands for Incomplete? Yeah. Oh, I don't, they would just put incomplete on ours, and it's like, ugh, that's obvious. Momo Yo Yorozu. A plus. A plus. So there you go. That's you did the whole class. Yay. Class, class average is like B. B, A plus, easy. Oh, man. You know what? I just thought of a great lightning round for you for next one. Not not, not now. Oh, okay. Though. I can go ahead and do it now if I remember. Okay. I'm going to grade you on the teachers. Okay. Gotcha. All right. But I don't remember all the names, so some of them I might have to just describe by the character. That's fine. Aizawa Shota. A. Nezu. A plus. Midnight. A. All Might. A plus. Yeah. Um, oh my god, I can't remember their teacher. Present Mike. Present Mike is an A. I know this isn't a teacher, but Lunch Rush. Lunch Rush is an A. I, fuck, I just love all the pros, man. They're all good. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> Who are some of the oh the McCree McCree teacher <laughs> sniper oh well he's like he's not that interesting I'll give him a C yeah, McCree would have been better just put McCree in the show now hold on there it's high noon How, howdy I wish that Matthew Mercer would voice sniper because that would just be so funny <laughs> I would be so ecstatic he does voice acting a lot for anime and yeah and games so I'm like. Here you go. It's a small community out there. There's not a lot of big famous voice actors. There is somebody um, in the manga that I would like for him to voice in the anime when they get to that point. I think he'd be really good at it. Like, awesome. But What I learned from reading the manga is that this, the pacing of this show is not unique to the anime. No, it's not. This story has this, like, incredible bullet train pace to it that like there's constantly something happening there's constantly a lot of pressure every time you think we're taking a break we're taking a break for like a moment dude when you when you get to the part you're about to be reading where you are (laughs) you're you're gonna have to like pause afterwards and be like how many things did i just learn that have changed (laughs) everything <laughs> oh my god because <laughs> that that's why i had to stop and take a picture of myself crying and send it to you and kevin and be like bro <laughs> this is it got this me. Is what's happening got me again <laughs> can't 
I can't escape it. Oh, I totally forgot. I wanted to give you a couple of the other characters that I looked up some things about. One of them, oh, please do. One yeah. of them is a shameless plug just for you, although I don't have a lot of information about him. Oh, man. Yuga. I wonder who you could possibly <laughs> be talking about. So Yuga stands for elegance, and Aoyama means blue mountain. Um, and pretty much we just know that Horikoshi didn't really know why he's in the show or the series, but he just likes to draw him, so he's there. Uh, Momo Yaoyorozu. Her original concept had some less spiky hair, and her costume lacked the torso opening. She also had huh. like a partial face mask that she wore. Um, Yao Yorozu is uh, it's an idiomatic expression that translates to great or uncontrollable number. The kanji Whoa. literally means eight million. Uh, <laughs> Momo can mean peach or a hundred. I'm assuming they were going with a hundred. Uh, or it could mean a million. Like, just a fucking a ton peaches. of peaches. You know what I mean? Like, cause just to represent the fact she can make anything. Oh, m- maybe. Peaches. A million peaches. Just, whatever. She can move to Georgia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Open a peach factory. Get rich. There you go. And it's just her standing there on the corner of the street. <laughs> peaches. Um, Mo peaches. Uh, so, Nezu... It's a play on the word Nezumi, which means rat. And he has the appearance of a mouse dog bear. Um, his kanji is written as... Half mouse, half dog bear. Half mouse and half dog bear, yeah. <laughs> um, so kanji is written as root base basis foundation and also includes the kanji for saliva or moisten. Maybe because they're, they're animals and they lick things. I don't know. And that part I was like, okay, well, weird. <laughs> um, so Mezzo Shoji, we have not officially seen his face, but there is some concept art out there that depicts him with these really jagged, sharp teeth, and it implies that he can replicate his entire head. Uh, he is based off of an octopus. Um, you know, octopus can regenerate their body parts, by the way. And one of the things that he is capable of doing is regenerating his arms that stick out. Uh, Of course, we discussed that he could be inspired by Kakashi from Naruto because he's got the white silver hair and he's covering one eye and his mouth. So what is up with that? Like, what's up with his mouth? Um, Why why does he do that? Do what? Why does he do that with his mouth? Why is it all covered up? I don't know. Honestly, I couldn't even tell you. I, there's probably just some things that don't have answers to them, I guess. Some questions don't have answers, and you gotta this this in this world where where not all men are created equal. You just gotta accept that. His name comes from the phrase. I apologize in advance for me butchering this. Kabe ni mi wait. Kabe ni mimiari shoji ni miari. It just means walls have ears, doors have eyes. And he can hear everything and see everything. He goes, Ooh. Uh, the last one is uh, Kyoka Jiro, who reminds me a lot of Nana from the series Nana. Not Hachiko Nana, but the other one. I can't remember her last name, but she, the punk rocker who sings. Same haircut, pretty much. Uh, her name is written with the kanji for ear, sound, or reverberation, and mm-hmm. incense. 
Ooh, uh, incense. She is the only person so far. Yeah. She's the only person so far who has the same hero name as her quirk name. That's interesting. Her phone jack. That we know. Um, and the hair streaks that she has that looks like it would normally be the shiny parts of the hair, they are similar to waves of an EKG, which reference her ability to amplify Ooh. her heartbeat. Kind of like how Kaminari has a black lightning bolt streak in his hair. Well, that's pretty fascinating. I didn't know that. Yeah. I like looking yeah. up stuff about the kids, and I am real excited to, uh, next episode, give you some good stuff about the villains. Well, we only, we're only going to get a little taste. It's only going to be a little a little amuse-bouche for us at the very end of the next episode. Oh, yeah, voice. yeah, you're right. Okay, well, maybe, maybe the episode after that. We do have my favorite thing in the world, which is a superhero slice of life story to get through. Ooh. Oh, man. You know what I thought? Okay, so I love coming up with the cool quirks and everything. And yeah. we kind of discussed some of the quirks that we would have. So I would love for there to be um, a quirk called Event Horizon. Ooh, so it what? Would be, it would be, you know how there's a there's a hero in the show who we're actually going to meet really soon who has like a, a black hole ability, but this one would be in my mind, it would be like a time-controlling ability. Oh, shit. You know how in uh, Interstellar, when they get close to the event horizon on that planet, time is like, it moves really slowly there in you know in our way of thinking yes. about time. Like, it, it moves very slowly there in comparison to, you know, eight minutes there is 20 years over here. Like having the ability to like stop slow, reverse, or like do things with time would be such a cool mm. quirk. And I just love like the thought of it being called Event Horizon. Like, that's like an incredibly even... powerful ability. Yeah. Well, we, we would try to make sure that it's not, you know, omnipotent, but yeah. <laughs> um, and then I also, when I was looking up uh, some of the things about the villain that I made, Segio, uh, yeah. I came across um, this. There are these old like Japanese folklore and stories that they'll tell to kids in order to get them to do things like go to bed early, don't fall asleep after eating, whatever. Uh, and there's this thing called the crow's gaze. Which what? is a, a like a Japanese superstition that if a crow looks at you directly, something bad's about to happen to you. And it would be really cool what? to have a character with this quirk, the crow's gaze, that if they look at you, they can foresee any bad things that are going to happen. Ooh. So it wouldn't necessarily be a super useful quirk all the time because they can't see your future they can only see the bad things that are about to happen but they could you know potentially foresee a an accident or a catastrophe that somebody could be involved in and possibly try to prevent it or at least help you know if they don't want to have the butterfly effect thing in a way that's kind of like what um uh hat trick does yeah actually there is there's a character that you're gonna end up meeting in the manga who is a little similar to this. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Well, I had a fun one that I came up with that that 
I don't know. I, I, I kind of got a little deep on what his what his quirk does. Oh, tell me. Uh, um, and it, it it has to do with wind and air. And so what I thought was it would be interesting if he could, uh, in some way compress air. Oh my god. Uh, you. There's another character who has a similar ability to that. Dang, I guess Horikoshi no, no, no. and I, I guess we're just chugging the same Kool-Aid, I guess. Exactly, but it's good because these are both like like not just like side characters. These are both like prominent characters that you're just Like the the coolest thing I think you could do with a character like this is put a sail on his back and so that like he can just compress and release air and like just like foof himself up and glide around and stuff. That would be so cool. That'd be really rad. And he could, like, compress it into a small ball and then, like, flick it or throw it. And then, poof, Oh, my god! It's like an explosion, but it wouldn't hurt anybody. Well, I would, would love coming up with cool, like, either cool or stupid names for certain abilities. Like, I told you I wanted to have my ability Starry Night. And then another Starry one, Night, yeah. I, I would probably just name all of my abilities after famous paintings. Like, one would be The Sleep of Reason. And that would be, like, I... I don't know what I would do with it yet, but it would have something to do with creating monsters. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. What it, would your What would your favorite uh, quirk power be called? Uh, send us, tell us, write it on our Facebook wall. Uh, send, email us. Wait, we don't have an email address. We don't have an email address. We can set up an email address, and when we do, we'll tell you. Why don't we just? We should just set up a Twitter. <laughs> Who's going to email We anymore? should have a Twitter. I mean, obviously we should have a Twitter. <laughs> Why haven't we made a Twitter for this I don't yet? Know. <laughs> I'm bad at this. I'm, I'm bad not very at this good at too. This. We need somebody no. who's a social media marketing person. Hey, if you want to be Help. our social media person, sign up. You won't get paid, but it's fine. Let me know. Yeah, don't. We can't. We cannot pay you. <laughs> this so. is just for fun. <laughs> um, oh, my our, God. Our intro and outro music is recorded by Rich Adib. He's a fantastic musician on uh, YouTube. He does streaming. He do- he has a Patreon you can donate to. He's just really excellent. Look him up. Um, Emmy did our art. Just call me Crispy Lewis. Crispy Lewis did our art. CrispyLewis.tumblr.com. And your your art Instagram is in Domestic House Bat? Yeah. It's like right? art slash personal Instagram. We have okay. Domestic House Bat. It's pretty funny. Domestic house bat. And Max does another podcast, actually another couple of podcasts. Don't yeah, worry. one of them's uh, about Dragon Ball Z Kai, which is an- another anime that's not as good as this one. It's good in his own right. It, it has. It's good in its own way. Dragon Ball Z has tenure, so it can do stupid things <laughs> if it wants. <laughs> it can. Dragon Ball Z can have a tournament arc twenty-five years into its main plot line, and that's fine. How many? Ter- it has had a. Too many tournament arcs. Dragon Ball Z is the tournament show. Every arc is a tournament arc. It's just not always described as a tournament arc. Yeah, Cell was definitely a tournament arc. Fucking Namek was a tournament arc, okay? Yeah, it really was. The whole fucking thing. Goku just got a really big buy <laughs> right in the first round. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, I I miss watching the Cell saga, though. That was my favorite of, of all of them. It was great. And if you and if you'd like to hear more about Dragon Ball Z, please listen to Zenkai Boost. It's fun to make. Uh, it actually has a website, zenkaiboost.com. Get on there. We don't have a website. We don't have a website. We'll fix all that. We'll fix all that. <laughs> if we get popular.
And if you like shows that aren't anime, uh, we got Insanely Haunted. It's a Ghost Adventures fan cast. It's really, really fun. Ghost Adventures is a very dumb show, but it's a very fun show. Oh, man. I call it Ghost Bros. Ghost Bros. It's Ghost Bros. There's no other way to play it. <laughs> anyway, uh, that'll, that'll pretty much do it for us. Hey, man. My name is Max Newland. And I'm Emily Linders. Till next time, remember to go beyond plus... plus- Ultra! Ultra.